In the hell do you think you are? We know each other. He's a friend from work. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. Robert better not get in my face. Because I'll drop that motherfucker. You're unbearably naive. Well, I was born yesterday. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am a god, you dull creature. And I will not be bullied by that. Puny god. Does, does, does anyone want to talk movies? Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. That's why we're here. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 10 of the Culture Cult. Episode 10. Marvel has given us 10 years of movies, and we're giving you 10 episodes, and then we're done. This is it. This is, the la- this is the last one. Wow. No more movie news. Today we get personal. I didn't know we were done. I am. This, oh. is, this is now Solo Culture Cult Justin Day show. Or is it Justin Day Hubbard? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh that's, a, that's an inside joke. Um, wow. I'm just kidding. I mean, man. I think. I mean, I'm just kidding with you. Personally, buddy. it might be easier, but so I should I should have died in the wreck, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I've heard that multiple times. But not, no, did we did we decide episode ten is going to be the getting personal episode of the uh, of the podcast? We sort of we had something similar in the in the test episodes, but we never those didn't see the light of day for obvious reasons. Those were test episodes for a reason. So, but we thought maybe, I mean, ten episodes is kind of small. But it's it's a milestone nonetheless, and we've got some feedback from people who want to hear some more personal things, how we got into the, um, you know, into liking movies as much as we do, or, you know, why we started this podcast. So I think that's where we're going to go, yeah? Yeah, let's get personal. Let's get inside of each other. It's, I mean, all right. Uh, let's get inside. You want to go me first? I'm older? I, no. Oh, you want to talk about how we met? Would that be better? Yeah. Let's kick it off. Okay, so... Friends. You tell your side. Let's let's see if we have yeah. the same story that adds up here. That's that's a good point. So fr- it was most like a friends through friends thing for me. I was friends with someone who I believe was probably a year older than Drake at the time, and was still uh, younger than me. First name? Luke. Okay. And we, I went over to his house to watch March Madness, and I was messing with his dad. His dad was a big Vanderbilt guy. I'm originally from Louisiana, so I'm a big LSU guy, and. I think at that point I was pulling for Duke because I was a child and you pull for winners. But I was like a Duke and LSU fan. Now I'm not. I'm fully LSU fan. And so basically, I think Drake and then another buddy of ours came over to watch the games, and just kind of I was like, well, he's young, but I mean, I like the kid. And I, for like the last friggin', I mean, I guess nine years now, maybe even more, just been trying to duck you. I think it's been seven. It's been a while. Well, yeah, no, no, I was thinking the whole time I graduated high school. Yeah, it's been like six and a half, seven years. And for the entire time, I've been trying to, like, duck you. But you just keep coming around. I don't think that's entirely true. <laughs> Is that sort of the similar story? Yeah. I remember meeting you March Madness at our buddy Luke's I house. who won that year. I honestly do not remember. I know I had a good bracket. It wasn't Vanderbilt, I'll tell you that. I, I had everybody bra- uh, everybody's brackets, and I was tallying. This was before you could go to... Whoa, first it wasn't, off. It wasn't before you could go to... Who put you in charge? Me. <laughs> you're bad at the old I math. I put me in charge. You're bad at the old math and calculator, aren't you? No. You're not a numbers guy. I'm a stats guy. <laughs> okay. I can do stats. I can't do numbers. But no, I was keeping track. Stats are numbers. In a in an envelope. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, and so, yeah, I had everybody's. There was like eight people there, and you were the oldest there. And I thought you were pretty cool, and I don't know what you saw You were wrong me. then. I don't know what you saw in <laughs> me, but here I am. Yeah. No, that's brings me to a good point. I still, I still do the paper brackets. Yeah, it's I, fun. I prefer those. I prefer. I love the being like, hey, how many of you guys want to be in the group, and then printing out like ten and passing them out, and then hand doing them, because like the, the first, the it's the first two rounds are the annoying ones, because you're like, shit. First I mean, two I, rounds are the most. I missed Sam Houston State versus Weber State. I missed that game. I got to go back and see who won that. <laughs> uh, I missed the eight nine game. Yeah, you're like shit. Uh, and a lot of times the. Uh, 
this is we can get off this in a second. But a lot of times the the games that you think like the one versus whatever seed is always the best games because they're like they're overlooking those guys so immensely. Or the two fifteen. I remember when Duke lost to man, they were like they were like they brown and white jerseys one year, and they were like the last seed, and Duke was number one, and they lost the first round. I forgot. And everyone was like, "Holy shit." Who cares? It wasn't Florida Gulf Coast. No, they, they literally else. wore like brown and white jerseys. I don't remember them. They were pretty garbage. They lost the next round, got annihilated. So that's how these things work. But yeah, that's how I remember meeting you. And I think probably cheating there, a little starburst. I but just pull the starburst out of my pocket. Yeah, you don't want to eat. You don't want to eat doing audio. But I guess you do, you bub. Um, and so that's how I remember meeting you. And I guess probably bonded over. First thing was probably a love of sports. We're both. I mean, I think. Drake is more of like a three-sport kind of guy. He really gets into football. He really gets into baseball. And he kind of is into basketball. And that's pretty much it. Mostly football guy. Me, I'm kind of everywhere. If, you, you, if you're up at like 8, 8 a.m. on a Saturday, I'm tweeting about soccer. And if you're up at 9 p.m. that night, I'm tweeting about basketball. Yeah, dude, you're wild. I don't know how how you keep up with all these sports. First off, I'm going to just stop. I'm going to just swallow that before you talk. Because it's oh, annoying guys, me. This was a bad idea. Just give me... 10 seconds. Hold on. No, you saw it now. It's annoying me, and I'm not even listening to it. It's gross. Imagine listening to someone chew. You're like, you're, you're in their earphones chewing. I don't know when you thought that was a good idea. And now your mouth, you're salivating, so you're still well, smacking. Very, is, is a pink, is it, what's your favorite starburst? Is it pink? It better be pink. Um, I mean, it's up there. Red. I'm one of those guys, I think there's a, there's, there's a small difference in those tastes. I don't get a massive difference in those tastes. There's definitely a difference between There's a difference, but I don't I don't get a massive difference. I'm also the guy who likes my runts. I like the banana ones over everything. So people hate me for that. I haven't so. had runts in forever. I, mean, I, I just eat the banana ones. But, but anyways, yeah. So I well, don't understand how you keep up with all these names and all these sports. I've always you're, been a massive sports guy, You're like a 19 guy, sport guy. I'm a three sport yeah. guy. Justin's like a 19 sport guy. Well, for example, when it comes to soccer, right? Like, I want to pick up other leagues. I'm big English Premier League guy, big Everton guy. MLS. We're garbage. I watched the MLS, Chicago Fire, and then I just picked up. I was looking. I wanted a third league. I thought La Liga, but I wanted to go one that was, like, more competitive. So I picked a, a, a Bundesliga team. Uh, they had bought a player from Everton who was a bust from Everton. So I'm like, why not? And they got an American prospect. So Werder Bremen, and then I got Heat. I watched, you know, LSU, college everything, including college baseball, the Cardinals, Blackhawks, like that. So Saints, we're everywhere. See, even me, and I watch tennis. Every, every, every Grand Slam, I watch every every match. Basically, I was a tennis player in in high school, and and for a split second in college before I hurt my knee and came home for a girl that I no longer date. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a great story. <laughs> uh, even me, they're having this new football league. It's called the AAF. Super excited for that. Even, I started a podcast for that. You can check that out on my Twitter account. Trying, did you? Yeah, Brandon and I started one. Uh, even I'm. I'm not finding it difficult to get into it, but at the same time, I'm just like, oh, another league I gotta follow. See, you, you just, I'm I, excited for it. I think it's never um, happened before. And the XFL, I'll be excited. I've for told that. you, you have a commitment. Well, we, I think I've alluded to this before. You have a commitment issue thing. Who you? You said we. No, I said you. I said no. I said I alluded to it in a previous podcast. I think we alluded to it. You have a, a commitment issue. What do you mean by commitment issue? Like you are all in on like three things, and like maybe six people in your life, and everyone else you're kind of just like in and out on. That's not true. All right. Okay. I'm into three things. I will say this. I, I, this is a hundred percent me. Like you will, we're getting deep here. You're the guy. And I have, I will admit like, I'm pretty much, if I'm all in or I'm all out on a lot of things, you will agree with that. I'm, I'm not a lukewarm guy. I'm either hot or I'm cold, but there is times in my life where I will get into something and not finish it. Like Game of Thrones, for example, I started when they were on like season four and I was like, maybe I can catch up. But when it's an hour on HBO, it is an hour. So you are in there. There's no commercial. You are in there for 60 goddamn minutes. And so it's so hard to like sit there and watch like, you know, 180 minutes of TV, 190 minutes of TV, and then go to go to bed. Like it's very hard for me. So I'm not a very, very big binger. So I'm like, I've been on season four for like three years because I just can't. Like, so I will admit that there are times, but for the most part, I am 100% in or 100% out. But I feel like you are the person who is like, sometimes you're 100% in or 100% out, but most of the time you are like... 70 30 no i will say there are things in my life that i enjoy and then i will obsess over there were for example like the titans dicaprio Mm -hmm. uh it's weird to obsess over one actor though i think no i do but we're different in that way you obsess over mcconaughey you'll go see anything he does i haven't seen serenity yet I've heard not bad things, actually. I've heard in between. Like, I think it's one of those things where it's going to be like, you know, it's up to your interpretation. Which are movies that I like because it puts you... 
sometimes it's your I, own opinion. Yeah, you, like you like like form it yourself. I think sometimes sometimes I get upset with movies that are just like. I think that's why at first I didn't love Black Panther. Is because you were supposed to love it, and yeah. it's like, you know, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like it was never up to an interpretation. I liked it, but I didn't love it. So with a movie like Serenity, it's like you, you, you. We all have the same, you know, data, the same script, the same scenes, but then we for we forge our own opinion based on because it's just. I think I think that movie is just a multiple moldable piece of clay, and then whatever you put into your brain is what comes out you of it. You form that. Yeah, and it's, it's it's not an already like it's not like you're going and looking at like a beautiful statue that everyone knew was beautiful before you even got there. If that makes any sense. Like, mm-hmm. when you go to the Statue of Liberty, no one's like, it's all right. I feel like everyone's like, pretty fucking dope. Or like, when like you go to the Grand Canyon, no one's ever like, that's it. Eh. I think everyone's like, sick. You know what I mean? But like, if you go to like, you know, a ro- like, like, like an amusement park you never heard of before, and someone's like, man, I love that I love that ride. And everyone's like, I don't know, I didn't love it. Like, it's all up to interpretation, you know? It's your own opinion. Yeah. Movies are subjective. It's yeah. So go to- ahead, you were saying the, the Titans, DiCaprio... I don't want to keep going. I just want to say. I can name them all. I just want to say. <laughs> the Titans, DiCaprio, Jewel, Jewel Pods. I've had a Jewel um, a Beer. And I don't obsess over beer. And then whatever girl you're dating at the time. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> and those are, those. that's like a revolving door every three months. <laughs> First of all, uh, I am not obsessed with beer. If I'm obsessed I'm with any type of alcoholic drink. Cranberry vodka. It's probably Bud Light. Yeah, you've been on Twitter about that a lot. Yeah. But, yeah so. Did you vote on that poll? What was your favorite yeah. beer? Was, was what was you, the, what were the choices again? It was like Bud Corona? Light, no, it was Bud Light, Bush Light. Coors Light. Miller, or Miller and Budweiser. Oh, you didn't put Coors. So it was Budweiser, Bud Light, Bush Light. I tried to go with four most popular, which Miller, eh. Miller, yeah. My favorite at the moment wasn't on there. Coors Banquet is what I've been drinking lately. Okay, Sam Elliott. He does. He is in that commercial, isn't he? Let me try <clears throat> the bank. The banquet beer. beer. We both were shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Sam, if you're listening. But I, th- I voted on that poll, and I voted Bushlight. But Bud's winning. It's well, of course it is. It's the most popular beer in the world. Like it's it's gonna win. You know what I mean? You read Red Stripe? Red Stripe. No. We went to Jamaica when I was in like sixth grade, and they didn't have Budweiser, and my dad drinks Bud Light. Like my dad. Who is not my biological dad? That's a story for another freaking podcast. It's a very long story, and he loves Bud Light, like loves it. I've never seen the man drink. We went to a Mexican restaurant. My grandmother, we talked about, passed away last July, mm-hmm. and he came down for the funeral. And we were going to Arkansas for the funeral. We live in Missouri. He came here. We were going to Arkansas, and we passed through an old town <laughs> I used to live in, and. <laughs> And it's a Mexican restaurant, and I've never known a Mexican restaurant not to have beer. So this is it's already this is already a mind fuck. Like as you walk in, right? So he sits down. He's like, "I'll take a Bud Light," and he's she's like, "I'm sorry, we don't have beer." I will say that in my mind, I almost Liam Neeson did. I thought about saying it in a Mexican accent, and then thought better of it, and was like, "That's a shitty thing to do." So that proves that I'm a good person. I just wanted to put that out there. I kind of kept proves. I wanted to. I wanted to. I was gonna keep it to myself, but I thought, why not pat myself on the back? So she's like, "Sorry, sir, we don't serve beer." You would have thought she said, we're out of taco shells. Like, he was like, <laughs> or sorry, we don't have salsa for your chips. Like, this man, his mood was completely changed. And he, I, I swear to you, when I say this, I'm not joking. The first time I've ever seen my dad drink a Coke. <laughs> In my life. They didn't have margaritas or anything? Nothing. No, no alcohol. They didn't have their license yet, I guess. I guess it was like a newer place. They'd opened up for a couple months, didn't get their license yet. What kind of Mexican restaurant are you guys? Well, there's, there's actually one in town, my favorite one in the mall. They couldn't get their license because they were in the mall, so it took them a while, and now they serve beer there. So it is tough depending on where your location is. Donnie C's. Yeah, I love Donnie C's. If you're, if you're ever in Cape Girardeau, stop by Don Carlos in the West Park Mall. The mall might not be there in a couple of years, but that, that goddamn Mexican restaurant's got to be, be somewhere because that place is delicious. I would eat that off the sidewalk. That's my favorite Mexican oh, place in town. Oh, it's incredible. But, but they didn't have the their liquor license. Yeah, so that's what it's called the old L squared, the old liquor license. Okay. So they didn't have that. And. But no, so like so it's like he literally drives with a Bud Light can in his hand and will wave at cops as they drive by. It is the most it, he, where, he, where he lives in Louisiana, it is the craziest thing. He's had multiple DUIs. It's the craziest can't thing relate. I've ever seen. Huh? Can't relate. <laughs> yeah, you've only had one. I literally I can't I, I just it blows my mind. And so like when he had to drink that, but like I'm saying, that's why but we went to to Jamaica to bring this all back mm-hmm. and they only had red stripe and he was drinking them some bitches like it was aquafina I've water. I never had red stripe. It's there. It's very much if you like Budweiser, it is 
It's Budweiser. Like Jamaica was like, let's make a Budweiser. And like, okay, mate. Let's call it the Red Striper. Yeah, no, that's, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what, that wasn't Jamaican. And I, I apologize to all of our listeners in Jamaica. Have you ever, have you ever been out of the country, like ever? Out of the country? Yeah. No. I've been in the country. So, me too. But I've been out of the country once. How many states have you visited? Well, that's a tricky question. Because visited as in you're not passing through it, you're actually doing something. That's also that's also tricky because my dad, um, one summer we went to once again, he was a big truck driver, eighteen wheeler, and literally every time he was driving had a Bud Light in his hand. So I don't know if that scares anyone. On the job? Oh yeah. On the job, on the clock, off the clock. Like my dad wakes up and drinks Bud Light with his eggs and toast. Like that's just the kind of guy. I've never I've also never seen him hammered before. And he drinks all day. I've seen him drunk. I've never seen him hammered. He's always able to drive home, miraculously. And so, where were we at with this? Oh, so, we go to Jamaica. First off, super scary to drive, or to fly over the ocean. My first time ever flying, we <laughs> 10 minutes long, and you're like, boom, you land. And I was like, Dad, that wasn't bad at all. He's like, yeah, of course it wasn't. Because he, he had been to Iraq at the time. He was a contractor for the Army, so he flew everywhere. And he's like, of course it's not bad or whatever. We had to fly over the ocean um, for... F- Six hours, not the most pleasant thing, because you're like, this bad boy goes down. One, we all better be phenomenal swimmers, first off. At that point, I was pretty light, so the whole flotation device thing would have worked for me. Now, now, that seat ain't getting me 10 square meters. It's not getting me anywhere. I'm going to be underwater. My skin's going to fall off. But... So yeah, they drive like crazy. There was like no, there's like no, no laws. We had like a driver named Sean, and he was like, I was like, Sean, do you guys like not use blinkers? There's no like road laws, whatever. The speed limit signs were like speed limit suggestions. Like people were just fucking flying. I literally saw a moped with eleven people on it. Not shitting you, I don't know how it worked, but I saw it. There was like a mom, a dad, a stepdad, an aunt, an uncle, and like seven kids. And I was like, holy shit! And they were fucking bobbing and weaving. How long were you there? A week. Like five days, and so we were on a I mean, we were on a resort. But Sean would drive us places, and the whole time he's like, "I will." He's like, "He's like, I I piss on the popo. If they pull me over, I piss on the popo. I tell him then they'll pull me over. I run the street. I piss on the popo. I shit you not. The last day we're driving to the airport, my man gets pulled over. I've never seen a more buttoned up guy. He was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I did not know I was going, you know, too fast. Or whatever. He like, he got like a ticket or whatever. So he was super nice. We pull off, and I'm like, "What happened to pissing on him?" And I was like. 10 and he was like shut the fuck up <laughs> he didn't want none of that no he did not want any of it but you had asked me a question before that i completely forgot but i like that story did i ask you a question before? yeah it was a question i don't remember it this is not live action editing i don't remember what you asked me i remember thinking halfway through that story i'm finishing the story i was telling but you asked me a question like five minutes prior that i didn't answer so that's my bad but yeah i i don't remember what i asked you to be honest with you so it doesn't matter. Oh, I asked you if you had been out of the country and out, or in the country, how many states you visited. Exactly. So my dad was a big truck driver. Yeah. And one summer I said, I want to go to every, like, all 48 connected states. This might make it, but are we going to edit that part out? No, it's going to make it. What's up, guys? We're in. Okay. So he was basically like, we're going to, we'll do it. Like, he, he worked for a company, but the guy was like... You know, you can do some other jobs like in other states I usually don't work in and we'll kind of make it work. Now, was I awake for all of them? No. Because some points we had to make like from like, you know, from we dropped someone off in like Oklahoma City at like 5 p.m. and need to make like, a, you know, this run to say like Arizona and then be in California by like 8 the next day, like 8 a.m. the next day. And we're like, well, that's impossible. My, my dad would just stay up all night and like I would sleep. So I've been to all the states that are connected, but I don't recall half of them. I haven't been to too many. Colorado, Tennessee. I've been to Colorado. My 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 great grandmother lived in Colorado for a little bit. Indiana, Florida, North Carolina. That's about it. We go to Florida. We used to go to Florida every summer. We got family down there, so we used to go there every summer. And then, of course, I lived in Louisiana, Arkansas, Missouri, and in Kansas for like two months. I've lived in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, my whole life. Literally. Yeah, whole life. I don't think you technically live in Cape now. Well, Jackson, but, you know. Yeah, outside of there. It's weird how, I mean, whatever, we don't have to dwell on that. But I've always wondered how you went to Cape living out there. But it's neither here nor there. Did you use someone else's address? Maybe. Okay, well, that's my... my, my it doesn't matter now. Yes, I, 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 I say, used somebody else's I address. I must say, my aunts and uncles did that when we lived in, in southern Missouri. They used my grandma's address to say them. So that is common practice. Okay. 
no one's gonna show up to your house and be like, I need to see where that kid sleeps. And like people get so nervous about it though. Come look at my bed. It's where I sleep. It's where I put my head down at night and dream. Speaking of school, dream about. I'm 25 years old. The dreams are over. The Um, dreams are over. No, they're not. They're just starting for you, buddy. But speaking of school, right? So we're in a. I'm in a Facebook group. Do you? Do you? Did your graduating class from high school have a Facebook group? Yes. Phenomenal. Mine does. Yes. Yes, we do. Ten years is coming up. I think. Uh oh. No, it's not. Right, but they want to set it up, right? I graduated in 12, and they're already talking about wanting to set up, a, you know, at some point meeting up this year, or in, at the end of this year, to set up, like, you know, where are we going to do it? We can start about talking about where we're going to do That's it. still way too early. Way too early, right? But this is, it's like my literal worst nightmare. What? Like, because I'm literally Kevin Hart in Central Intelligence to an extent. You just show them our podcast, and they'll know you're successful. They'll be like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, I like it. That's what half the people, I say, hey, check out my podcast. Like, uh cool exactly yeah exactly but some of them are like oh you got a it, just depends. it just depends yeah i'm not i'm not doing it for anyone who's already not on that know us fuck them like i'm not doing it for that group of people because now i'm not even doing it no offense to the people who are already listen i'm doing it for i'm doing it for them to an extent but we're also doing it to try to grow it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like we're always like evolving like we got people who are like hey let me come on your podcast i'm like uh no like we're friends but like we can't that's not we just can't. Because what if, like, say, hypothetically, in two months we pop? Like, in two months we get, like, you know, we're getting, like, you know, say, we're not, we're not, we didn't pop, but like we're like 200 listens of an episode, which would be way bigger. That's almost, you know, we're getting like 50 an episode now. So that's like four times as much as we're getting. We'll get there. We can't sit there and, like, have them on. Yeah, we can't. It just comes off like amateurish, yeah. right? So at the end of the day, like, I love everyone who's on board or not, whatever. But the fact is, though, they're like, hey, we need to, we need to meet up. I want to meet up. Uh, I'm working on a bit, so if anyone steals this joke or whatever, I, I can say it now because there's no, you know, we're the same listeners. So we're we're opening up the comedy store, the comedy like um, place in town, yeah. and I'm gonna do some open mics there. I already got like an hour written. So basically, this past Thanksgiving, like every Thanksgiving since like we graduated, I've seen the same group of friends, right, at um, a local bar called Delights. We've, we've talked about it here before. So we, I always go down there knowing for a fact I'm gonna see like. My buddy Sam and my buddy Vance and all these guys who were like, you know, they're killing it. Like they're looking. Th- and your buddy Drake. <laughs> well, but you're already here, so you didn't graduate with me. So I always go there and I'm like, shit. You know, here we go. So it's my literal worst nightmare. So my buddy who will go unnamed is like hammered, like absolutely hammered. I already saw another buddy there. He's like, hey, this guy's here, and I'm like, I have seen that guy actually in a couple of years. That's crazy. He walks out of the bathroom. He is hammered. He's like, Jenny, what's up? I'm like, hey, bud, how are you? Like, what, how, how you been? Like, the worst small talk, which I hate. He's like, oh, you know, not much, you know, uh, you know, graduated and everything. And now I'm working with a, uh, like, a, like a finance, like a finance, we, you know, uh, a big, big company, you know, or you know, almost going to, we might go public, you know. I'm like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Um, he's like, what about you? I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, Yep, not doing that. Um, I'm engaged. Yeah. Um, that's so positives. I'm engaged. Positives. I'm alive. Okay. I graduated. Is that a positive? Though? I graduated. That I graduated. That no, I'm alive. alive. That's subjective. Yeah. That's See? like serenity. Like movies. Exactly. Subjective. So, third, I graduated. Can I find a job? Now we get into the negatives. Graduated. Can't find a job. Still live at home. I mean, apart from the just general depression and like... Your dogs are pieces of shit. My dogs are pieces of shit. They always have been. One's going blind. He's dying soon. And then the other fact that, like, like I said, I graduated, can't find a job. Massive student loan debt. And then apart from just like the overall like can't sleeping at night because the overall feeling of, you know, uh, being a failure and depression. Other than that, I'm killing it. Like other than that, I'm absolutely killing it. Do, do you lead with that? I think you should lead with that. Next time you, you see a buddy you haven't seen in a while... That's what you start with. Hey, how are you? And give him, well, let me start with the negatives. And you give him all those. Right. Or her. Whoever. You, you, that's what you should do. Or Zeta. Or Zay. Or Zed. See where that uh, conversation takes you. Because then they could come right back. Like, oh, man, I'm, I'm really insecure. I, I don't have my left nut or something like that. Like, Well, first like, of all, I think might, I would know. I've seen most of my friends' nuts. Do you want to see mine? Have you seen mine? No, I haven't seen yours. You've always been too young. <laughs> it would uh, brush a pedophile state if you saw mine when I was too young. Here's what's annoying, right? So you've met Sushil. 
yeah. listener of the podcast, a great friend of mine. We graduated together. Super smart cool guy. guy. He's worked for the National Institute of Health. He's now in San Francisco at the University of San Francisco working on his, his doctorate. Super smart guy. Like why he's my best friend, I have literally no idea. We, he was a quiet kid. Once again, I'm, I'm the Kevin Hart of this story, like from Central Intelligence. He was a quiet kid. You know, we both played tennis, took it under my wing. He helped me pass some classes. We're dope. You know what I'm saying? We hung out all the time. So... I sent him today. I'm like, dude, this is a literal nightmare. Like, and I sent him the same thing I sent you. Like, hey, J Day, how are you? And then I break it down for him. Like, oh, you know, here's the positives and whatever. And he was like, yeah, I don't know if I would go. And I'm like, what are you nervous about? Like, you're low key killing it. I'm over here. Like, maybe he's saying, I don't know if I would go if I were you. No, he. We. I asked. He was like, no. Like, I just don't feel comfortable going. I'm like, I mean, it's also you're seeing people you went to school with for however many years. Yeah. And you're seeing where they're at now. But here's the thing. Like, when you first met me, what was the first thing you said you thought? Oh, he's cool. Yeah. I no one thinks that now. I still think you're cool. I don't know. I I look like I ate me, too. I feel like they'd be like, is that Justin or is that like, or is that like, did Justin someone eat Justin? Justin? Yeah. And I'm like, no, I just ate everything else. I You're way too hard on yourself about your appearance. I think you're a, you're a fine looking man. Uh, Are you a Zac Efron? Absolutely not. I think in high school, I was like pushing it. But well, you weren't. You weren't pushing. I think. It, I think high school I was a solid eight point three, 8.5. Don't hype yourself up. I give you like a seven and a half. Now I'm sitting at like a four eight, five two. I'm like a. I'm like a really related to a movie, right? So like, I'm like a ready to rumble. Like I'm funny, but there's like some ugly parts around me, like ugly not, parts. Not, there's ugly parts around everybody. Everybody has stuff they're insecure about or that they hide from other people. They just don't show it to other people. I I, I think my, I think my problem is I just throw it out there. No you don't. All my insecurities, I literally throw them out so that no one else can make fun of me for it. Have you noticed that? Like I eight mile everybody. Like I pick on all you guys for insecurities, but I like eight mile myself. As soon as you guys try to come back at me, I just lay it all out on the table and I'm like, "It's yours. Do what you want with it." You know, you don't see that? I think now you're going through and you're like, that's right, he does do that. Yeah, you do do that. I do that a lot. You do do that. No, but I, I still think you're too hard on yourself, bud. You pick your chin up if you can get it off those fat rolls. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> pick your chin up if you can get it off your tiny penis. Um, So, yeah, that got weird. So, movies, right? So, what would you say is your first... Like, what was the... I know what it's going to be. I already know. I'm gonna whisper it after, like, so you can't hear it, but they can hear it. So, what was the what's the first movie you remember watching and being like, "Damn, this is a masterpiece." Titanic. Uh, I probably have to say Titanic. Oh, boom! Listeners, I got it right on the head. When I was a child, uh, I mean, would... you remember, you remember, like, being like watching the first half of the movie and being like, "Damn, I gotta get that second VHS in and pushing it in." There was one time when I was little where I watched the first uh, tape, and the second tape was missing. It's like the Schindler's List and of like so James Cameron's movies. It's too eh. long. It's I, quite simply too long. I understand. I understand Titanic is a good movie, but I just don't see it doesn't have rewatch factor for me. I think it definitely has rewatch factor. If you if you have a Skip, if, you, if you have a whole I'll say this. If if you have a whole afternoon to kill, <laughs> you can you can skip the first 20 minutes. I I thoroughly enjoy everything with Jack and or Rose. Anything with it, and I'm talking young Rose. I ain't talking that old bitch. I'm talking young redhead. You could argue the older one's hotter. <laughs> yeah, I'm subjective again. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I first I remember watching Titanic on VHS. I remember watching uh, the first Fast and Furious movie at my dad's on VHS. Wow, this took a turn. Rocky, like all these movies wow. are movies I grew up with. I didn't know you watching those because you were the you and, have like and the Phantom Menace because you have such a <clears throat> bitch ass selection of movies that you like. But so. But we do want to get into this. We kind of pre-show. I was like, "Hey, I kind of, I kind of scared you." I was like, "I hope you don't have any plans because I wanted to get personal and talk about this sort of thing." And I think if you know, if you know us, you know us. But if you don't know us personally, you're listening to the show. You're, you're like, "Man, these guys are kind of different." You'd be right. One, Drake is four years younger than me. Three, yes. three years younger than me. I'm 22. So you turned 22 this year. Correct. 23 this year. So you're four years younger than four years younger than me because I'll be 26. So that's weird. Don't say that. I, I always think you're only a couple years older than me, but you're four years I'm older. Twenty five. You could you could definitely die soon. I'm halfway to fifty, so I'm probably like a third of the way to you're the grave. You're due for a colonoscopy coming up. Yeah, I'm excited for it. 
I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, uh, don't lube it up and just shove it in me. Um, so, and I definitely have some sort of colon problem, colon cancer. I've had several hemorrhoids. I my hair's already going gray. I actually every now and then, just for old time's sake, when I don't have a hemorrhoid, you got to put those like those like um, I think they're called like uh, suppositories. You literally there's like this little like um, this, it looks like the like, like like a little wax penis, and you just shove that shit up your ass and you squeeze your cheeks together, my man, and it just melts. And it is it's one of the most euphoric feelings ever. I'm a straight man, but every now and then for old time's sake, I just pop one of them bad boys in and just squeeze my ass cheeks together, and it melts around your rectum and it kills the hemorrhoid. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not following you at all. So <laughs> you're just laughing. Yeah, I think you're crying. <laughs> I am crying a little bit. I need a drink of water. So, anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, so we're just differently raised differently. Saw you know different movies at certain times. So you're talking about seeing Titanic or whatever. And I definitely saw like Fast and the Furious and stuff. But I was already like, God, when Fast and the Furious came out, that's like 2000, right? That's like we were definitely in like 2001. 2001. Yeah. So like I was, I was full five. I was five, maybe four. Um, I was like seven or eight. So, anyway, so what I grew up on was I would go to my dad's house. Parents were divorced because that's what parents do nowadays. And so I. 50% of marriages end in divorce. So, yeah. if you guys are thinking. You hear about that, get, babe? If you guys are thinking about getting married out there at Trinity, at. Never mind. I'm not going to say that to get this person in trouble. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, just think about that yeah. before you go through with it. For sure. Make sure it's what you want 100%. And if you're going to marry me, you're probably 100% going to think about it constantly. I wouldn't even think about it. I'd just not do it. <laughs> exactly. So for me, my first experience really with movies, obviously, was probably like Good Burger. Like my first ex- I got, I, I found the VHS in my closet mm-hmm. the other day, and I was like, bro, you got to see this. The orange it's VHS. Nice. It's sick. I, I'm going to try to find like a – there's got to be like a slip cover, like a, the actual case for it, like on eBay or something. I'll pay like 50 bucks for it. I don't care. I, I want to have it to have or the those, whole – Those VHS cases, you'd pop them up. They're all plasticky. And- yeah. There's only a certain couple of VHSs I want to have. I want the case for my Good Burger. I want the Men in Black one that I've that I've waxed. I've I've literally waxed poetic about on this podcast several times. Um, Jerry Maguire because it's one of the movies I saw, and then probably a couple more. But to get back to the point is like movies that I remember having like an impact, or that I can look back on and go, man, that that affected what I watched today. Oh, you want to do that? Was all action stuff. It was the it was the Jean Claude Van Damme's. It was Hard Target. It was Time Cop. You go to Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was Total Recall. It was Red Heat. It was Twins. And then you can go to Sylvester Stallone. You spoke about Rocky. So for me, like you know, I talked about Jason Statham and The Rock, and whatever you want to say about Jason Statham is like he is the Van Damme of this era for me, mm-hmm. right? You either love him or you hate him, but you know who he is. He's a bona fide star. You can say, oh, he only makes bad movies, but you know who he is because he's a bona fide star. He's not an, he's not, I, I liked what Jean-Claude Van Damme said. If you guys listen to Collider Live or whatever, I finally got to listen to that episode today. And I, I don't know if I talked about this on this podcast or not, but there were times when I wanted to do this podcast or wanted to do something with you, but I didn't know that if I would ever be accepted because of my taste in movies like that, because I grew up on Van Damme and because, yeah. and so guys like Josh McCuga and Mark Ellis, like they let me know, like, it's okay. Like you can grow up on those things and love those movies and love action movies, but people will take you seriously because you know that other movies are just as good that aren't in that genre. Yeah. And so what he was talking about, it's like, you can either be like, you know, a great actor or you can be a great star. There's like two lanes, right? And The Rock is sort of in the middle of those, but, you know, Schwarzenegger toes the line, but you have your Daniel Day-Lewis's who everyone knows who it is, who it is, but his movies really aren't my taste. Like I tried Lincoln. I've tried Last of the Mohicans. You watch that one? It looked trash. I didn't watch it. It, was good. it looked awful. So, the, but his movies just aren't my kind of taste, but I respect what he's doing. Like yeah. he, he is the great actor he is the method great actor and then for me i lean towards the great stars like the Stathams, the rocks the van dams the schwarzenegger the caprios yeah but yeah so so yeah but the caprio is like somewhere like over towards like the daniel daniel day lewis side but i absolutely love his movies i think he's one of the best actors going so i have that sort of like does that make sense you have that balance for sure but when you grow up on something like that for me of course it's going to you know at, at that young age it's gonna mold my Taste. Taste. And, and when your dad, you know, I remember people make fun of me. I talk about, you know, being like eight and like cuddling up with my dad and watching a movie. My dad, we had a different relationship. Like him not being my biological dad, but always taking care of me. I didn't know it my whole life, but like subliminally I got some of it. You know, like he would, he was very loving towards me because I was his firstborn in a way, but like it was even more personal than that. So like people were like, dang, your dad like kissed you till you were like 11. I'm like, yeah. I find none of that weird. Like, I don't find any of that weird. It was just the way that I was raised. So, like, I remember, like, literally going to his house. 
me and my brother, we, we would like, we were small enough where we would just like lay down on the bed with them and watch like Hard Tart or True Lies and be like, damn, did you see that? Like, and he and my dad be like, oh yeah, that's so badass and spit into his spit cup. Like that was just the, this. So for me, like, you know, it just kind of takes me back to those times. And I think that reflects on our taste a little bit. I think, you know, and I, of course I saw Titanic and I liked it. I don't love it. You know, I, I pick on you for it. It's like the Forrest Gump. It's like, I've seen it enough that it has no rewatchability factor. So if, if I literally, if I was probably like, you know, new to movies and I saw it, I would like love it as much as I did probably the first time I saw it. But when you see it so many times, it's just like the, the value. So are there any movies that like, other than that, that like I talked about where they, you can look back on time and go, man, that probably influenced the way that I view movies now. Uh, I'm trying to think. It's, I mean, Titanic definitely influenced my love for Leo. Obviously, I'm seeing that as a young age. I watched a Star Wars trilogy. Of course. Yeah. When I was very little. Same. VHS tapes again. Same. Um, I mean, looking back, I, I mean, you're, you're clear cut in stone. I mean, it's like. These are the yeah. movies I watched growing up. Well, I still and then even mine's then, really I, th- I think you fell in love with movies quicker than I did. Like in a way, like it was it was for me. It was watching them with like my with my dad. Like my mom was never like a movie person, so I would go to the movies and see certain movies. But those are usually movies that my friends wanted to see. I really didn't like fall in love with like like I'd love to put out a picture of my collection. I, I think I could I think I could um, put my collection up against anybody's in terms of movies. It's a good collection. And I, but I didn't start really doing that until I was probably like 15 or 16. So I could like drive and like go to Hastings and okay. RIP start, and like go down there and like, and really like say like, oh, I've heard of that movie and like just buying it on a whim when they would have like buy two, get one for a dollar sales. So you know what I'm saying? On use Blu-rays. It's funny you say that because like you said, we're four years apart and if you started getting in it like 15, 16, I think when I... Maybe 14, 13, but like the actual going and buying them myself, of course, I had to drive. Yeah. Okay. Well... I would say, like, when I really got into them was probably, like, 11, 12. That's when I kind of started just... I would go to family video on the on summer days when, you know, there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And I just watched the entire X-Men trilogy just for shits and giggles. I watched Shawshank, never saw it. Watch that. I would just go to family video, rent old movies, get them out of the favorites do you section. Like, oh, yeah. Do you like Shawshank, of course? Yeah. You ever seen it? I'll, 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 give, I'll give you some homework. How about that? If you like Shawshank Redemption, there's a movie that, that I think is superior to Shawshank Redemption, but gets like no Green love. Mile? No. Older than that. Clint Eastwood is in it. It's called Escape from Alcatraz. I've heard of that. It's damn good. It's a prison. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's a prison escape. True story, I believe. They actually just caught the guys. Or my, I don't know if that's true or not. My grandpa, like I told him I liked that movie like a few months ago. Or maybe like a month ago. And he like was like, they just found those guys a couple years ago. They just they found them. I'm like, okay, I don't know if that's true or not, but okay. Uh, I'm going to attempt to do my Morgan Freeman and Shawshank. It might be might go awful, but I'm going to try. <clears throat> Did you mean to say awful? Yeah, I said awful. Oh. might be awful. I, it sounded like you said awful. might be awful. Like an oval. might be awful. Okay. Morgan Freeman and the Shawshank Redemption. Here it goes. <clears throat> They said it would take a man 45 years to get out of that prison, but Andy Dufresne did it in six months. <laughs> they climbed through so much shit. Um, no, that's not awful. I've heard I've heard better. You yeah. say you sound like a white guy trying to sound like Morgan Freeman. That's what you sounded like. Hello, I'm Morgan Freeman. The that's first awful. time, the that's first awful. time I remember seeing like Morgan Freeman and being like, yeah. I, remember, I remember thinking he was actually God. I saw him in Bruce and Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Like one of the first ones. I was like, or seven. I might have seen <clears> it. Se- I watched Seven at a really young age. Let me say that. You've seen a lot of... Was this your is this Grandpa Sides? Uh, it was Mama Sides. <laughs> okay. Because I, I because, said, ooh, Brad Pitt. Because ooh, Morgan Freeman. Sounds He's like your family him. just throws horror movies at you. I, it's fine. I think I'm I hate... messed up in the head. That's... I, I think I hate scary stuff because, like, my mom used to, like, very vividly, like, she would... Beat you. Besides that. We would... Like, I would go, like, take a piss as, like, maybe, like, a four or five-year-old. And I remember, like... I would just like walk around a corner and she would be like hiding in a closet and just be like, boom, and, like scare the shit. I would like cry, like scare the <laughs> shit out of me, like scare the living shit out of me. And then like when living in Louisiana, we had like a zoo that was close to us in Alexandria. So if anyone knows where that's at, that's where I'm from. And we had the Alexandria Zoo and they would do this thing called Zubu, which every zoo does now. But I thought it was like, you you're a kid, it's like exclusive to where you're from. It's like, that's, they only do it here. And we, we would go there and me and my brother would just like, and he kind of dabbles in horror now, which is like weird. I'm like, how do you even? But he he's like he doesn't like scary movies. Like he likes horror that's like maybe a little gory. Mm-hmm. I just stay away from it entirely. So we, when we couldn't read, she would like take us. She would like, okay, we're going to the kids side, 
and we'd sit, spend like five minutes in the kid's side, and you could always like flip back and forth. And then she would just like take a left turn out of nowhere and send us down the scary shit. And it would just fuck our day up. We would just be crying, screaming. And then she tried that shit when I could read. And I was like, mom, this, this is like the scary side. Like you're taking me to the scary side. And I like, we had like an argument with her and we had to go through the kid's side. So I think, I think, but I think that's why I don't mess with like scary movies. But you're in your mid twenties. I think it's time to give horror a chance. There's good movies in horror that you don't have to scare like, you. I don't watch a movie to be scared. You, that's what I'm saying. I want you don't to have enjoy to watch it. it to be scared. You can still enjoy it and not be scared. For example, what's a scary a horror movie that I watch that's not scary? Like uh, Frailty is one that I like. You've never seen it, I don't think. But Bill Paxton and Matthew McConaughey. That's like as scary as I get. Like and a, a Quiet Place. Let me say that. It looks too scary. I've seen the that trailers. Is, it, you, it's like they're they're aliens. You know. We we talked about how this is an open space, and we're gonna talk about our movie likes and everything, and they're yelling fine. at me. Okay, here's what you hear for eighty percent of a quiet place. Well, don't ruin it for anyone. Okay. Was that it? Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Well, that's kind of scary. And it's, and I don't the, like it's silence. An entertaining movie. I don't like silence because then my insecurities run through my head. So real G's move in silence like lasagna. I was gonna just oh. do that again. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess that's, you You look at like instances like that, or like maybe your parents scared you, or like movies that you grew up with, and I think that really shapes, I think anyone can look at that and go, well, that, that kind of shaped what I'm into. But for me, you said you got into it at 11, I was too busy watching, like I would stay up and watch like Sports Center on like a loop, too. on like yeah. a loop, like the same episode. Bowl of cereal, I would see like the same highlights from yeah. like 1am to like 4, and I'm like, what the yeah, hell? I, I, would, I would watch from like 10 to like 2 or something. And every time the top ten plays came on, I was expecting a different, like yeah. a new entry. Like maybe like, something. Some happened. more games happen. Like let's see if there's another no. play. In the, no, no, same thing. And then like you knew, like I'd be like, yeah, it's gonna be the Andre Jones catch. That's all what I am. I remember that dude being an absolute stud. Andre Jones. Andrew Jones. Oh yes, I do remember that man. Fifty-one home runs in two thousand seven. Center fielder for the Atlanta Braves. Sorry. Not related to Chipper Jones. I'm gonna tell a quick funny story, and if you want to tell me your first theater experience that you remember. Mine, I remember. Mm, that's a good question. My mom took me to go see Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, and I was. I very, remember seeing that. I was very excited as a kid. I was three years old, and yikes! I was, yeah, I don't remember much from three. I do. I have like a big blank too. Like I've had some personal stuff to go on that we've talked about personally. That's not for the podcast. That like so like I start knowing things around like five to like ten, and then there's like a blank for like four years and then I'm back at like 15 yeah, I'm back yeah like my, I, I'm gonna wake up one day at like 60 and Pandora's box is gonna be open and I'm gonna be like wow I need therapy yeah, I, feel, I feel like you need it right now I probably do I've never tried we're it. fighting it, it. Be. we're fighting it so yeah she took me to watch episode one Phantom Menace in theaters so she's an awful mother at Warenberg no she's a great mother uh, and as soon as Darth Maul came on the screen your boy got scared. I mean, the red and black. You calling me a baby? The horns. I always thought he was really cool. Everything scared the daylights out of me. So I start crying, <laughs> and mom took me out of the theater. Went to the manager, who was my manager when I worked there. Kevin, shouts out, Kevin. Actually, no shouts out. Is he Kevin. the ball guy? Yes. Okay. Uh, and my mom said, "Look, you know, we want to see Star Wars. He's he looks a, like Kingpin. He's. <laughs> <laughs> he does actually." Uh, we he wants to see Star Wars. He got scared. Is there anything we can do? Can we have our money back? And we went and saw Tarzan instead. The animated Tarzan back then. It was playing. Well, that well. makes sense as to why you would remember that. That's a very that's know, traumatic, man. I'm trying to remember mine. I remember like begging my stepdad to take me to go see Good Burger, and I remember like I remember driving there and like seeing the poster, but I'm sure we watched it, but I don't remember. I just remember that night that it was way too, they, it was it, there wasn't a time like late enough. We had just got done eating at a place that he worked at, which is basically exclusive to Louisiana. <laughs> so like if you if you listen to Theo Von at all, he talks about being a busboy there. It was BJ's Pizza in Louisiana, and like so, uh, so we ate there, and it was too late to go watch the movie. And there's a couple movie experiences that I I find. I don't remember what movie I was watching, but I didn't even live here at the time. But we went to Warrenburg and saw some movie. And I had made a wallet in shop class and where I was from because my mom lived here before I did. And it had my initials on it. And it had no money in it. I was like, you know, 13 or 14 or whatever. And 
I was like, that's the only place I could have lost it was there. And so I came back like a year later when I moved here. So it was like a 12 month period, like from summer to summer where I did not come back to Cape at all. <coughs> and literally you are coughing like crazy today. I'm sorry. Something and then we, throat. and then we, I was like, I remember I went with um, a girl that you might know. We graduated together. We went to see a movie and she was like, you might want to ask them. And I was like a year later, like a year, they're not going to have it. They had it. Did they really? Yeah, they had it. And so that's a theater experience I remember. I remember going to see Deja Vu with a buddy. But I'll, I'll, here's what I remember from being younger. I was in junior high. And like I said, there's gaps in my life that I don't remember. I'm sorry, people. So in junior high, I went and saw the Hannah Montana movie with a girl that I was dating at the time. And my, I've talked about, well, I've talked about it on here. But like my grandmother had dementia and I was living with her at the time. And it was when she first got it. And there was all kinds of things going on. So I would have to drive us everywhere. And we, I was like... That was like maybe at 13 or 14 when that came out. So it's super illegal. But I remember driving me and my buddy like to pick up my girlfriend, who was also that age, to watch the movie. And we went and saw the movie, and I was like, I liked that. You know, like my grandma was like, I wanted to see it. You know, so I was like, well, we'll go again, but I'm going to meet my girlfriend there again. And you have to sit in the back of the theater because I want to be seen with you. <laughs> and, which is totally rude. And so we... Um, I've done that before. We went there, and they never showed up or whatever. But even if they would have, I know I would have made this decision. So I remember we're watching the movie, whatever, and it became very apparent that like I was getting stood up or whatever. Me and my buddy, and we both like love my grandma. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I look back and she's watching it or whatever, and um, I just said to him like, we should go sit with Memo or whatever. Like that's kind of rude or whatever. And he was like, Yeah, you're right. So we waited and like we went and like sat beside her, and like, I just kind of like, laid my head on like her shoulder. And we just watched the movie. And, like, to this day, like, I bought it for her a couple of years ago on DVD. And she was like, it was one of those moments that we always had Sorry. together. Hannah Montana movie. Oh. And everyone, <laughs> and everyone's like, I hate that movie. And I'm like, it just has a special place yeah. in my heart for those moments. Like, I still love this song. I remember like, the song, The Climb, was off that movie. And, like, it's, it's, good, a, it's a good song. Yeah, it makes me cry to this day. Just just because, one, it's a sad song. And, two, like, just the, the oh, connection I have, you know, through my grandma and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's probably the most, like, I would say endearing moment I have in the theater like a lot of the, a lot of the experiences I have now are stuff that like you know being old enough to go see The Force Awakens and like knowing that this is really the first time that I've been old enough to know what the hell I'm doing like I'm going mm-hmm. to see and like sitting at the very front in those like foldable chairs and like basically putting a, a, like a 20 degree bend in the back of my neck to see that movie and like stuff like that or you know like now it's all new stuff it's it's you know uh just throwing another quick story out there. 2008, I went to see my first my rated... My freshman year of college. My, or high school. I went to see my first rated R movie in the theaters. And my mom went to, again, Kevin, the manager, before. And she said, hey, we're seeing this movie. Is it bad? He's like this bitch. Is it bad with the language or sex? Because she was like, language, it's okay. You give a little language right. here and there. That's fine. I'm, I was 12. But she's like, I, I just don't want him to see any sex stuff. And Kevin goes, oh, this one, it's fine. So we walk into the movie. 2008? Yes. I'm trying to get, keep going. Trying we to get we walk into the movie, and the opening scene, they're going through like the four different main actors and what they're doing. And a guy, uh, an actor by the name of Brandon T. Jackson, his character is a rapper, and he's selling some energy drinks. And What is this he's, movie? He's talking about pussy, and he says pussy like... 30 times. I kid you not. Like I don't think you, he says it 30 times. Okay, probably it was probably like 10 times. Yeah. But I kid you not, I could feel the eyes because we were sitting kind of in the back of the theater. Your mom's just feel, staring at you. I, no, not my mom. Everybody else in that theater like, why did you bring this kid in? <laughs> and I felt like so, I felt so number one embarrassed, but number two, pretty, pretty fucking cool. Yeah, they. It was Tropic Thunder, by the way. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't thought sex was bad in that movie. Either. No, there was no really sex in that movie. Yeah, see, Kevin's probably right. King Kingpin's probably right. And so we basically we didn't have that. Like I was really poor growing up, so like we didn't go to the movies very much. But we always like found like we'd buy like bootleg DVDs or bootleg VHSs, whatever, from like people that we knew. And so when I moved away, because I lived with my grandma for a while, like on two separate occasions without my mom. And so the first time when I moved to Missouri without my mom, she was still in Louisiana. They had like a thing, and they my mom had moved up there finally, and I was in like the third grade, and they were like, you know, favorite movie, favorite book, all that sort of thing, to get to know each other. So I get up and I'm like, my favorite movie's Friday, 
And like everyone's like laughing, and the teacher's like, "What is that about?" A couple kids laugh because they knew it or whatever. And I was like, "Oh, you know, it's about this this guy. He lives in the hood, and like he gets beat up because he's sleeping with this girl." Blah blah blah. And they're like, "Okay, okay, okay, good. We're good now. We're good now." <laughs> and I'm like, "They do the drive by, and like they're all smoking and stuff." And they're like, okay, good, 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 good. And my mom was like, "You cannot like." So I understand. Like my mom just didn't really have like a filter. Like I grew up watching like fr- I remember like watching uh, growing up watching Friday, and then like all stuff with my dad. So like Hard Target and like. Goodfellas and tell like tell my friends like bro you've got to see Goodfellas at like ten it's like you can't do that you just can't uh, uh, my mom won't let me yeah you can't do that so I th- once again those are things like I I love mobster movies like I saw God he didn't hate it have you seen a movie recently that have was, I seen a movie recently? like in the theater uh, Class was the last one I saw so we're talking about theater experiences I went and saw the Lego Movie Part Two last night with my fiance and. There was a family in like not like so like not not like the front front those first three rows where it's like right in front but like the first row up mm-hmm. as you're going up the stairs. A uh, father and a mother, uh, an infant like maybe. N- like maybe like maybe eight months old maybe so it's already brutal. Two in like three toddlers. Yikes! And you could tell they only got four hands, so one of those kids is loose like. And like there be parts in the movie where like she would just like run down to like like to where like the bottom row was. There wasn't that many people in the theater. It was like a seven seven thirty showing, and she would just like like have her head underneath the thing and be like ah, and I'm like oh my god, like. But then Whoa, again, but then uh-huh. but then again, I'm going to see the Lego Movie, so you can't get mad at kids in the theater when you're 25 and you go see the Lego Movie. Yeah, you can. I don't think you can. I think, I think that's the kids' theater. Whatever they want to do. If they want to take a shit in the corner, it's the kids' theater. It's a kids' movie. That happened one time. No, it didn't. When I, no, when I was working there. Dead serious. Some, a kid took a shit? A kid had really bad like diarrhea in theater 12. Oh, that's when you shut it down. Well, we shut it down for like It's like whenever they got the bed bugs in there. And they shut it down. They're like, oh, we got to shut the theater down. they like, for like months. That's a sh- Someone shits in there? Someone shit in... The no. top row of twelve, and it, you walk in there, and you're immediately smacked in the face. Oh, yeah. with a scent. If shit's allowed to just like oh, shit. have all the air, like in a bowl, it's, it's like contained. Have that air. Oh, if it's allowed, I mean, I've, I've I've known farts to take up a room. I don't know what you're talking about. So imagine, you know, a kid who's probably how old was he? Maybe he I or she have no idea. Probably, I, mean, I, I just heard that there was a, the. Kid. You didn't go in there. I mean, I, I opened the door, smelled it, and closed the door. <laughs> I, I didn't clean it up. I I wasn't an. Usher oh no, you don't. You don't. Uh, you don't. Well, um, I mean, the ushers, volunteer for that. No, the ushers clean it up. No, you you quit. I wasn't an usher. No, I'm saying if I'm an usher, I quit. Oh. I don't care if you're usher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I don't care. What the fuck? Yeah, there's no way. That? There's no way I'm gonna clean up shit. There's no. There's no way. But I do think though, if you're going to see, if you go see, you know, How to Train Your Dragon Three, you better be ready for some kid shit. Like that's just not kids shit, but like but some kids shit. Like some kids shit. Some, some kids are gonna be talking to his parents. Some kids are gonna spill something. Some kids are gonna, you know, turn around and like give you the middle finger. So kids are gonna do something. They're gonna piss you off. But yeah. it's their movie theater. Like you, like if you go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, there's not gonna be any kids in there. But you I got, better but not I, be. But I got, I got pieces of shits like you who have their phone out every now and then. That's adult shit now. So it's like. You know, that's why I told you. Nowadays, I just prefer to wait till it comes. Like, I'm, I'm actually excited to see Creed, Creed 2, like, at my house. Because no one can ruin it. I'm going to put my Turtle Beaches on, and I'm going to have my really nice 4K TV, and I'm going to watch it. And no one can ruin it. This is my impression of Morgan Freeman while, we're, while he's watching Creed 2. Okay. Wow. He really got hit right in the head. No, you should have done the Owen Wilson. Wow. I mean, wow, guys! Yeah, I mean, wow. look at that! I mean, wow. that is wow! I'm in a Jesus, movie. so you're Owen, uh, so so you're 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 Owen Wilson is a smoker who smoked for ages and can't really get his voice out. You're like whispering. What do you mean? There you go. What do you mean I'm a smoker? I'm not a smoker. I gotta quit doing you, this. You said he's, he's, he's like Owen Wilson with like marshmallows and on his molars. I mean, if no, that, we're done. Okay, <laughs> we're absolutely done. I think you do a good Vince Vaughn. What? Yeah, I've never done Vince Vaughn. Have you though? No, I don't do anyone except like I tried like Barack for a while. Oh, I can do Barack. I could do a Donald pretty good, but other than that, I can do a. I can't really do impressions. I do me. That's what I do. I do me. So I do some impressions. Just ask me if you see me out on the street. Hey, do an impression. I'll probably punch you in the face. Drake on the street. So, do you like this? I liked it. I want to keep going, but we're. I guess we're getting a little. 
I don't think there's much more to say. If you got an idea, throw it out. I'm out of them. Do you ever think? Do you do you ever get out of the shower? And if your mirror is, I always get out of the shower once I'm in one. I have a quick joke for you. Tell me if this is funny. The listeners, you might think it's funny as well. I doubt it. Every time I undress in the bathroom, my shower gets turned on. That's you're gonna tell your. I mean, if you're if you ever have kids, because that would imply that you have settled down and found a girl who could deal with your bullshit twenty four seven. So it's it's a risk that I'm even saying this joke because my joke is probably improbable. But you're gonna tell that to your kids one day. That's like a dad joke. Okay. Uh, So you'll tell them to my kids because you'll be like a de facto uncle who like drinks all the time and lives in an apartment and like never shaves his neck. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's how I envision you. I'm sorry. That's how you envision me? Yeah. Well, envision mm. something else. All right. Because mm, Then it gets worse. Mm, it gets worse. Then it becomes like a quagmire, but it's with kids, and it's just a bad look. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was just going to say, you ever get out of the shower, and you... You ever fall in the shower? <laughs> One time, I, f- I fell in the shower while I was drunk. And I wasn't I, drunk, but and I... And I fell asleep. I thought I... I mean, my life flashed from my eyes, like... Four months ago. I was like, oh, I'm going to die here. Like, I'm going to hit my head and sayonara. Nobody would have missed you. No. Let me spit out what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you yeah. ever get out of the shower, you look in the mirror after, and you just look at yourself. You look at yourself in not one eye, but both. You look at your left, your right, and you're like, why am I so fucking ugly? You ever do that? Well, I don't look in the mirror ever when I'm naked, because then I get disgusted. I do. I, I like to up. see what I got going on, you know. I got a lot going on in the belly area. Nothing else, really. Still, yeah, me too. You just got to... I'm a hairy dude. Are you? Oh, yeah, dude. You got a hairy butthole? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, you could braid that, probably. <laughs> I get some AI corn rolls or something. For sure. <laughs> some AI corn rolls? I don't have a hairy back. Like, I'm lucky... I have, like, me too. I don't have a hairy back. I don't have a hairy back. Like, my back is pretty much a baby's ass. But everything else, like, my underarms are super unruly. My hair doesn't get thick. It just gets longer. So, I have to actually tame that stuff. Before we get out of here, mm-hmm. I want to talk about something real quick okay. that you suggested to me. If I suggested it, then it's probably gold. True Detective Season 1. Okay. That, well, see, this is just not uh, topical. It's Well, it's topical. The Season 3 is out now. No. I mean, yeah, but Season 3 is topical, and it's phenomenal. I'm just saying, I know... Let me guess. You liked it. It's hard. Spoiler <clears throat> alert. It's, it's great. It's hard to find, or it's hard to get, unless you have an abundance of cash... Or you have HBO and you use your DVR, but it's hard to watch HBO shows. No, it's not. It's not on Netflix. If you it's have not cable, on Hulu. It's not on anything. Well, like here's that. the deal: if you have cable, then you got to keep up with it through your DVR. No, you guys. I'm 25. I should not be better at this than you guys are. Okay. You have cable. Yeah. You have HBO with your cable. Yes. Literally, download the app HBO Go, log in through your cable provider. Seasons one, two, and three are there. I'm saying for the people. Who do not have that luxury? It's a little hard to find HBO shows or watch them. Who who don't have cable? Who do not want to pay fifteen dollars a month for HBO Go? Okay. All I'm saying is, if you can, you seek, can rent it. They have it at seek out, places. Seek out True Detective season one. It's one of the best seasons of TV I've ever watched. It just makes me mad because I've been harping on this for I don't know Matthew six McCona- years. Matthew McConaughey. Where did that come out? That's literally the best role he's ever done. He's okay. so wow. diverse. This is, this is pissing me off. Diverse me and so dynamic. Mad. Woody Harrelson is We got so it. Good. We got it. And you're making me so mad. I'm so frustrated because I've told you for years to watch he's it and upset. you've blown it off. So the fact that you come in you know, and think you could take over this train. No, 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 I'm not no. taking over any I've train. Been, I've been the conductor of this goddamn train since it started. Do you know what he filmed before True Detective? Uh, Lincoln Lawyer. No. Dallas Buyers Club. He literally came. He finished that up. That was a feature film that won an Oscar. That won a Golden Globe that took, that cost 2% of what it cost to make True Detective. He talked about it. He was like, it was the craziest thing ever. We had to put water in the makeup. Is that how he sounds? He was like, we had to put water in the makeup kits to like keep the makeup for Jared Leto going. But they were able to, you know, go to HBO where they were doing True Detective, which the first season is phenomenal, and, you know, where they had a massive budget. So the fact that you literally. It, you could go through my tweets. I have tweeted about that. I've watched that. I told you. I was. You should be you. happy that I got around to it instead. No, of... I hate that. I hate. I hate when someone gets around on something that I've been on and tries to be like, "Oh, it's phenomenal." You let me borrow it. So how yeah, else would I've gotten I gotten on to it? I don't want you to come up on here waxing poetic about it when you just got on it. 
I, it's fresh in my mind. I just finished the season. I don't season. care. You're the kind of guy who, like, when someone dies, you would, could hate their music, but when they die, it's, like, the best music ever. You're, like, the worst. You're that You're that guy. I'm not you're gonna... the guy who went and saw Straight Outta Compton, and the last episode said NWA was one of your favorite rap albums. You just you pissed the me off. The first one, yes. You just pissed me off. Your mama. I'm just saying. Keep your true detective takes to yourself. Put on your Twitter, because I've been on that shit from the day one. I think it was, like, I think it thing came out in, like, 2013. Let me see if I'm right about that. Because that's, that's how long I've been on it. I remember I was working at a call center then, and I hated my fucking life. I hated working at that goddamn call center. And every Sunday, I'm like, okay, I make it through this shit, okay? I get to go home and watch True Freaking Detective. And that was like literally 2014. That's, that's, that was my like escape. Like I can still sing every word to that goddamn theme song. Every word to it. Every single word. The third, the second season's awful. Don't watch it. Third season is, I guess, see how it ends. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're like five episodes in. It's as good as the first season. Ooh. Um, Maybe not as good, but it's on par. And just throwing out a little bit of movie talk before we get out of here. The director of all eight episodes of the first season, Carrie, I believe he's pronounced Carrie Fukunagua. I, I could be saying that wrong. It sounds, like, it sounds like a Tekken character. Pick your fighter. Carrie Fukunagua. Yeah, it no, sounds like a... He is directing the next James Bond movie, so I'm really... Curious to see what he does with that. Are you excited for that? I don't care. You don't care about Bond? No. Until they tell me that Idris Elba's doing it, I don't care. I will say... What's that for? The director of the first season of True Detective, which you love, is doing first off, Bond. He maybe directed like three episodes of that. He they, directed all eight. I, I know. No. I know they had a new sure. director for almost every episode, bro. Nick Pizzolatti wrote and directed all of them. So you're wrong. He might have had a co-director, but Nick Pizzolatti has wrote all three seasons. He might have wrote all three and he seasons. Directed, he directed some of the episodes. You're so wrong. Once again, you're coming on the... He, he might have been a producer. Guys, I'm going to fact check this. I could be wrong. You're so wrong. But if I'm right, we're going to end the episode right after I'm right. No, we're not. We end it when I say so. I shouldn't have done that. Director. Uh, True Detective, eight episodes, season one. Yeah. Oh! No, he didn't know. I'm telling you. If you look at those, it's probably co-directors. I'm telling you. I'm not going to go through all of them. I'm telling you. And because... because, because yeah, you're right. He wrote it, but the director of all eight episodes was Kerry Fukunagua. No, you're wrong. Okay. You're wrong. Because a lot of times they had, right. they had multiple directors on those shows. And that's why some of them like... Episode, I think episode is it episode five that ends in that amazing tracking shot through that. Um, oh, that ten minute tracking shot when. Okay, look, let me wax poetic. <laughs> let me fucking wax poetic. When I watched it live, we finally we have the same love for something in the first time in a while, and he's mad at me. Yeah, because you're like four, you're five years too late, dude. I'm sorry, you can't hop on this train. I just watched Back to the Future. I can't gush about it now. No, I told you that. You're like, I want to talk about Back to the Future. I'm like, you're literally a couple decades too late to be talking about this. It's not topical. Whatever, dude. Do it on your own. Do it on your own time. Do it on your Twitter. These listeners don't care. But there's certain things that sometimes don't seem like they flow episode to episode is because they would they would have the like produce or direct, but they would also have multiple guys on the episodes. So there's difference in you, if it, I think IMDb is a bad spot. It's just gonna say he directed all of them, but if you look to other people, they'd say he directed all of them too. So go through it and look at it. If I'm dead wrong, I'm dead wrong, but I know for a fact I'm not. So you got me soft pace. You got me so mad with that true detective talk. I have no idea where I was going. I have no idea. I'll just let you free flow. Man. I guess it's as good a way ended ended as it is. Ended ended. Yeah, I'm I'm so frustrated. I could punch you right now. Do you think not in the face, but in the chest? Do you think, uh, the theme song for Avengers Endgame should be Taylor Swift's oh, Endgame? No, but I don't know what I was gonna say. Okay. So you brought a little movie news, whatever, and it was awful because I, I want to dress Elba to be Bond. And that's I don't I'm, I'm done with the Daniel Craig Bonds. Um, I think that has could have played its played its role, and I'm. I want to give him one more shot. If they give Idris Elba, he's great at it. But if they, if they give Idris Elba the job, then I'm down. Like I'm so down, and I'm in. Or are you going to watch him it? or Scarlett Johansson? Are you going to watch it? Yeah. Okay. For sure. What I was going to say is the movie news that I have is sadly, Mr. Oreo, Oreo, Mr. Oreo, the real life inspiration for Rocket the Raccoon of Guardians of the Galaxy One and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. He passed away either yesterday or today. I think it was today. He passed away today, and he's a cute little bugger. He is super cute. He looks very much like, like Rocket Raccoon. Ten because, years old. Yep, yeah, he's he's cute as a he's cute as a button, and you know, 
RIP to Mr. Oreo. I feel like when when animals die, I'm more sad than when people die. So you're saying like a Harambe? You're, you're... Like I remember, like Harambe died, and then like Bill Paxson died. I was more upset when Harambe died. <laughs> so are you more upset that Oreo died or that Robin Williams died? Oreo. That's messed up. Robin Williams gave us so much, man. Yeah, but Miss Oreo had so much more to give us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you're not wrong. All right. Well, this podcast died pretty quickly. I think the first half was awesome. You hate when I do that, but just being honest with the listeners, I loved the first 40 minutes. I think the last 10 has been us bullshitting. But other than that, it was a personal episode. They got to know a little Some bit. of what the show is, just bullshitting Yeah, they got, to, they got to a little bit know more about us. Are you... You liked it. You had a good time? Yeah. I'd I feel like, like a lot of times I'm doing a podcast with you, it's like after I have sex with my fiance, I look over and I'm like, hey, did you have a good time? You like that? I'm, and you... I know she did because daddy play, Daddy takes no prisoners. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think daddy takes plenty of prisoners. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah. It was Break like, the walls down. That's like my theme song when I walk in that bedroom. Break the walls down. I come in like this. Well, it's a big no, show. No. Yeah, no. I come in No, like you that. come in. That fucking Titanic song. That's, That's how you come not back. the Titanic song at yes, all. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not yeah, the Titanic song, That's bro. the song, dude. My heart will go on. Celine Dion. Is that what you're trying yeah. to sing here? <laughs> nope. Yeah, Once dude. Nope. That's it. Well, how do you do it then? Yeah. That's no. how it goes. No, 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 no. I'm saying like, no, no, no. Like, I'm doing the instrumental to it, dude. That's also the instrumental. (laughs) I'm right, dude. I am right. I'm right. The beginning. The beginning. See? Okay. That's me. So apologize. I'm sorry. I was right. And I only know that because of like uh, Vine. I wouldn't have remembered that. R.I.P. Vine. R.I.P. Vine. So, that was episode 10, Getting Personal. Thank you for listening. We are available on Apple Podcasts soon to be on Spotify for those who um, prefer Spotify. Anchor, Spotify. Anchor sent me an email like two days ago saying they have a sponsorship with or an agreement with Spotify. I don't know when that's going to happen, but we will. when that's available, we'll be on Spotify. Thank you all for listening. Uh, another shout out to... Deanna Shaw and my mother, Leanne Ludolph, who are both our only supporters. So if no one else supports us, at least our mothers do. And so, yeah, so that's been episode 10. Drake, any closing thoughts before we uh, close this thing down? Closing thoughts, everybody. Just uh, have a good weekend. Be safe and uh, tighten up. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, Culture Cult Pod. Once again, once we get to 100 followers, we will be giving away a Blu-ray copy of 8th grade. So thank you for listening, and see you next week. My big boy. <laughs>